Connors T, how are ye? Welcome to the Candle Tales podcast and the 200th episode. Yay! My name is Aaron and I'm sitting down recording this podcast once again with my sister. Uh, and my name is Erica and I'm sitting down with my brother, uh, who you already know him. He talked already. <laughs> Just introduced myself. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're going to be chatting about our series in the waterways. We're going to be talking about the reflections of where we came from and where we are right now on our 200th episode and where we're going to go. We got some exciting stuff happening. I actually. know. We do. It's been do. some fun stuff. Cause it's been some like some stuff has been brewing for a bit. But actually, it was we are we are in the studio where we now record, which is in the Ballyfermot Library, Indeed. which is uh, a, a fantastic service. Not quite a shafas, but it's still a bit of a vibe of a shafas. You know, it look it does look like a shed. I mean, I turn any space that I walk into <laughs> into one of my weird bat caves weird within bat about cave. five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of just like it's just all you have to do is make sure that every level surface is covered in stuff. Stuff. Stuff everywhere, yeah. Just stuff everywhere. And no. you do the exact same thing. I'm unfortunately in the process of moving house and I'm trying to whittle Ouch. down the things I need from the things I use and things I have. But you see, sometimes then you find things that you have that <laughs> you're like, don't, don't. oh, I forgot I have this and this is awesome and I love it. Yeah. With my yeah. whole being. Yeah, I hide things that are very useful to my existence on myself all of the time. So that you don't lose them and, and they're safe. Then I find them and go, oh, I didn't know I had this. Amazing. Great, amazing. Who I knew? got so much shit from my friends who helped me move because I moved <laughs> famously <laughs> to, to a flat in the same house a couple of years ago. You moved a landing. You moved from the top. <laughs> I moved from the top of the house to mm. the bottom of the house um, and, and acquired a office yeah. in the process. It was great. And I got so much shit from my friends who helped me move about all of the stuff that I had accumulated that I didn't want to get rid of. And that's really what this episode is about, you know, is, is taking in... The stuff that we've accumulated over the years. Because we've been in Canada Tales for like eight no, years it's now. it's the perception of the mundane into the magical as well. Oh, okay, that's you nicer. See? I yeah. thought you were just going to talk about, like, we've accumulated 200 <laughs> episodes somehow. Somehow. We... Holy God. <laughs> Someone told us how to record our voices and we haven't shut up. Thanks, <laughs> 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 Ashin. Thank you, Ashin. Um, I mean, it is kind of... It's it's bizarre that we've actually accumulated two hundred episodes. It's, it's bonkers, uh, and we've yeah. been you know we just reached five thousand um pat or what you call it um, Instagram followers and just a little. I would know, like if wow. we reached five thousand Patreon supporters. That'd be great. Um, That'd be great on Instagram. Come on. <laughs> so if you book. do want to <laughs> throw us a euro there, lads, it'd be great. Uh, if you like the content, of course. Um, and in terms of content, we're we're on mythical places and. Uh, We've you've been doing waterways. You've done an awful lot of research on waterways. It's it's come to my attention that I, I my former research is worse than yours. I think I don't think it's worse. <laughs> I think your form of research is actually incredibly useful because your form of research is to read three sentences and then design a poster <laughs> <laughs> or several, as the case may be, and then thing. send ten emails right. and then read three more sentences and then go and do something like you procrastinated for useful ways yeah yeah, yeah no, which true. is great actually because it's a lot of the time mm. it's the stuff that would make me break out in hives <laughs> and want to die it's true and just not do to be honest and it's it's kind of bonkers looking back at so Okay, there's a few tie-ins, a few reasons. There's a couple of tie-ins. There's, there's a couple a to, to the, la- the last episode in particular, which is the voyage of of Bran. Yes, 
because uh, sometimes people ask us how Candlelit Tales got started and mm. the origin of Candlelit Tales is that we started telling stories in the stag's head eight years ago. Sure. In November. But we had actually already done a creative project. Was it that summer? It was. Or was, it was, that, it was yeah, it was that, it was that summer. summer. It was that summer because I had just finished working with Barnstorm Theatre Company with the Ice Child, kind of a reimagining of the, the Changeling myth. And I was done in Waterford and then I found out about... Uh, I think there was some submission or something uh, to be in the Fiends Park Arts Festival, and they want and they were, there was there was some 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 other arts festivals, and I was just like, let's do. It'd be so easy to to create a, a theatre show off one of these myths, yeah, and voyaging into the other world. And voy- I think you came up with the voyaging brand, or or how we we. I remember walking around Kilkenny Castle on the phone to you and, and having that discussion and hearing for the first time the story of the Voyage brand and this idea of going off to the other world it being reminiscent of the Oisin the kind of the parallels yeah. that of the story that is so well known and I was this was before I did any relearning into the um, You'd done a little bit because at that point you were doing the tour guiding stuff and you were doing the walking tours yeah. and yeah, so you yeah, were yeah. like finishing those with a story I suppose yes yeah, yeah. I suppose it, it was before we I, I got serious about it anyway mm. um, or, or kind of focused Yes on you it. were not taking it seriously <laughs> Still don't I um, remember you ringing me up going what was the name of your man again I told I said this name the last time and me going I'm going to murder you no, I'm going happened. to kill you that, if, if, you're, if you're listening and you're from America and you were ever on one of my tours Everything I said was true. Okay. Yeah, you got him on the day that he got it right. Yeah, you got him on the day after he got off the phone to me, and I fucking corrected him. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Which actually worth shouting out to all of our American listeners, who now are more than our Irish and European and rest of our globe listeners. There's um, an awful lot of you lads. There is fair play. I don't know if you know that fair um, play to you. There's an awful lot of you. But yeah, just a bit of a shout out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so thanks for listening. Hello. Guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, and tell all your many friends because there's a lot of you. <laughs> I suppose um, the tie-in for the Voyage of Brian into this uh, waterway series was initially strenuous. There was a couple of reasons that were practical that brought me to it. Um, yep. You didn't have to learn a new story. <laughs> a, I didn't have to. I had just told it for uh, the Lore and Legends podcast. House Legends, sorry. House of Legends podcast. Uh, Daniel we keep. I was, we have now started calling all of the podcasts we've ever collaborated <laughs> with Lore and Legends. Hi, Rick. Um, oh, God. Because we have collaborated with Lore and Legends, but we've also collaborated with House of Legends and several House others. House of Legends. Many of whom are still waiting on stories from us because and we've had them on our podcast and then forgotten to do any follow-up. And by the way, if you're a fan of any other um, mythological uh, folklore podcasts and you would like us to do a collaboration, let us know who that is because we're uh, trying to, we're, we're getting invitations to be on other podcasts and we're trying to figure out uh, timelines to do other interviews and stuff. So uh, it's it's just, yeah, uh, it's always lovely to kind of be in that collective and that culture of, of um, yeah, passing on shared interests and, and yes. exploring stories it's, with others. It's good to chat with other myth nerds. We like that. We do well. like that. Um, makes, us, makes us feel special and <laughs> part of something. But I suppose Mag Mel, the the, the plane of honey, um, yes. is the kind of is the waterway that I'm, I'm I was playing yeah. with. Which is, is this, what? Um, hmm? Explain to people what is what is Magmel. So Magmel is the path to the other world. It's when you see the sun shining down on the sea, and there's a, a stream of light that looks like a beautiful pathway, mm. and it's this 
shimmering, mystical, beautiful invitation to just go for a swim and, you know, keep going maybe. Walk along the <laughs> sticky path end. of honey and, and into the sun. Yeah. And so it's just this beautiful, like whenever you see it, whenever, especially on the West Coast, I don't know why, but it's just like this gorgeous. The West Coast looks like it's made of magic. Yeah, yeah. It, it just is. does. And it's it's like, you I know. I was talking about this recently, about like how beautiful Ireland is and how blah, 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 blah. And I think you can go to other parts of the world. And I just came back from a beautiful trip, mm. you know, uh-huh. bigger mountains, more amazing rivers, just crazy, beautiful, everything. Uh-huh. And there's just, there's a quaintness and a, there's a kind of, a, 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 I'm not quite so sure what it is, but it's, there's a ruggedness and a, a, an almost immediate, both tragedy and harmony with beauty and um what else uh, loveliness that like has this kind of dichotomy this weird duality of like beautiful and tragic and uh, happy and sad looking at you in one kind of you know it's both barren and bleak and mm. m- impressive and, and daunting mm-hmm. you know like, I want to climb that mountain but also how would you survive there yes, <laughs> yes. it's very wet and muddy and, and <laughs> it's muddy and it's, it's scary and it's bleak and nothing grows but also love it don't know why don't know why oh I forgot Um, to mute my computer and it made a noise ah for goodness sake shut up 200 episodes in and you're still 200 episodes in making the mistakes so that was one reason to tie in obviously we'd linked up that was what I meant to say Um, come back to uh, Daniel Daniel Allison in um, House House of of Legends Legends, uh, who I recorded this story in a shed (laughs) house um, on the side of a beach uh, for his podcast and we didn't put any music to it because it was for his podcast and there was weird quirking noises of lizards making noises yeah. outside and stuff and it was like ah oh, that's atmosphere turping in you know that works and also it's the first thing we ever worked on the voyage yeah. of Brian but we call it the voyage of Brian yes that's right we were we, we you arrived all fired up about doing a story and actually I'm as I'm talking about it now I am recalling I think we started doing two at the same time. Because I think we did the Katrina one kind of simultaneously and it overlapped. I think we I think we had that idea first mm-hmm. and it was too complicated. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the voyage of Brian. Oh, you're right. You are correct. And then we came back to Katr- Katrina Kar- and Kalkug, Kalkug. Yeah, yeah. which is the unfinished work said to be released <laughs> original piece <laughs> original original work eight years later any day now nine um, close to yeah um, um, we have a special treat for our Patreon supporters in that we are going to go and un dust off the uh, script of the Voyage of Brian and read it and uh, if that gets a bit of a response we may dust off the more lengthy version of, of Katrina, Katrina and Carl Coog and do a, do a dramatic reading for our, for our Patreon supporters yeah. yeah I think that would be fun I think that would be a lot of fun because the Voyage like we I mean the Voyage oh, sorry the Katrina and Carl is still something I just I'm so always in love with this characterization of the four provinces of Ireland and like how automatically that jumps off the page just to me whenever I read about the characteristics of Ireland. It's a it's a fun thing. I don't I I I think we will we will like definitely let's do it for the Patreon and see what people think of it. But yeah, I think yeah. we we had kind of like it needs work. It needs work, and it was also like 
I don't. Is this a play? I don't know is if it's a, a play. Is this a book? I don't know if this is a book. Is this a show? I don't know if this is a show. Mm-hmm. Like there's a. It, I think it is a. I think it is an, a, a good idea that has yet to find its medium. Yeah, yeah. We did a reading of it in um, uh, seen and heard one year, um, and I was as as close to kind of. Uh, connected and finished or polished that we got but it was still uh, yeah still kind of was in between something it was too, it's, it's not yeah it, it, it has never actually crystallised into being one thing or another but what we did do and what we actually managed to do was put on a play in the Phoenix Park called The Voyage of Brian uh, which is based on The Voyage of Bran and also a kind of a joke about the life of Brian and also <laughs> had a lot of jokes in it and it was um, the first thing that we ever did that was like children's theatre where we were like, yeah. we would like to do the kind of children's theatre that is not painful to watch for adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is actually fun yeah. and has like, you know, some humour in it that goes over the kids' heads but Just, that the adults get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was very fun. We had some we had some wonderful uh, actors uh, who, who transformed out of Standing Stones. Um, we had Jade Roxanne O'Connor. We had... Jules. Yeah, we had we had uh, Julie Lockie. Neve Hogan. Hogan, thank you. Yeah. Um yeah, 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 in our first rendition of it anyway. And yeah, it was it was just like this idea of somebody walking into a stone circle and basically being captured by the fairies or the Fae and swept mm-hmm. off into a recreation of the telling of the story of the Voyage of Bran. Um yeah, it was a lot of fun. And like it's kind of it's it's that story that keeps coming back. I guess we, uh, speaking of or mentioning earlier uh, crossovers, we've never told this story on this podcast. And no, yet, we forgot about it. <laughs> well, we did the Voyage series and we invited uh, Kevin uh, Olin to come and tell the Voyage brand That's from true. Fireside. That's right. And uh, showed it to Kev and uh, told a beautiful rendition of it. So I was like, oh yeah, actually, um, we one of us have never you know, yeah. told that story on this podcast. So why not tell it on our 199th and talk about it on our 200th? Yeah, uh-huh. full um, circle. Because I do love it. I mean, there's there's aspects of it that I found out since when we were mm. uh, doing the the Coffee on Troll, which is the Battle of Entry, and we did the fight part series over lockdown, and now we're going to get a chance to do it live in person in Dingle yes. and Phil. That's Wilson. some of our big news actually. Is that we are going to be? Uh, they should be out by now. Actually, the dates that we have for our general southwest yes, tour by the yeah, time yeah. this comes out so if you are in if you are in the southwest of Ireland you're interested in seeing us live uh, check check out all of our Instagrams and things because and we will be hopefully. we will hopefully be in a town near you yeah we'll be in Dingle pretty at, soon uh, 29th of April uh, could be a new market we'll be in new market on Thursday night Sorry, uh, 27th. 27th, I think, in and, Newmarket. Uh, the first in Connolly's and Lep in Cork. Uh-huh. Uh, so we're down in the southwest and we might have a couple more dates that aren't confirmed just yep. yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so check out. But check out, all, check out all of the socials for, for details. And, they might uh, be confirmed by the time this comes out. Well, uh, this is the thing. They might be because this is coming out in the future and we are now in the past. Don't talk about the time again. Jeez. I have to every oh. time. Every time it's funny to me and weird to me and every time it makes you sigh and scrunch your hair. In pain. In pain. In agony, um, now the way into the, like exploring the voyage of Bran, I suppose, of the, of the character of Bran was, was shown, thrown to me uh, through the story of uh, the Battle of Entry. Whereas, like he, he becomes this character, side character, just a guy. Is that the same character? It must yeah. be the same king. It was. It was. Uh, we had kind of envisioned Bran as being a very young man mm-hmm. always. 
And then there is a character in the Battle of Ventry who is a father of one of the warriors mm -hmm. and he is Bran McFeol. And the thing that I think confused us a bit about it was that he was called the King of Tara and mm -hmm. we had always assumed there was one Tara. As it turns out, there's a second Tara. There's mm -hmm. a Tara Lucre, which is in Connacht. Mm -hmm. So there's... That sometimes the High Kings are the High King of Tara in Meath and sometimes the High Kings are the High Kings <laughs> so of Tara Lucra in Connacht. And it kind of shifts. Confuses you. It, it's, it's confusing. So he is the High King of Tara Lucra. So he's the King of Connacht. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it is the, 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 the role he plays in the Battle of Entry is he's a kind of an emissary to the Shi. Uh, which is cool. He's very cool. Yeah, obviously yeah. he's got like a, he's got an in or he's got a relationship with them. And it is after that yeah. that he is lured away to the other world because of course he doesn't come back. Yeah, um, no, of course. In he living memory. And Bran McFeol, according to Dahi, uh, Dahi Hogan. Hogan uh, Bran McFeol uh, is after Loch Foyle. Uh, the lake Loch Foyle but n not necessarily connected to the location but the name uh, is has the has the uh, the origins in, in, with the etymology, the etymology is etymology. the same yeah 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 thank you <laughs> um, so that was a random bit of information yeah no interesting stuff We well we as you may have heard we recently got a book by Dahil Hogan that Aaron has been reading <laughs> It's amazing how little amounts of information that I read actually stick though. I'm like, damn it. I mean, listen, yeah. Dahi, Dahi's book is fantastic and fantastic. there's loads in it. And I think that that, that stuff about, um, you know, some of the stuff that we had talked about originally and we, we included it in the play as well was the whole thing of the Silver Branch. Mm. And that was a big thing for Sandy Dunlop as well, uh, who is still running the Barge Summer School that Dahi was a part of mm -hmm. um, when he was live out on Clare Island and they're they're very online these days actually. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they do some great stuff. Um yeah. they do some wonderful stuff. So but that was kind of you know, that was a that was a really important story um that I heard a lot uh, in through the Bard mm. and this idea of seeing the world differently. Like Sandy used to have a thing about the god of you know, the Christian god came down with thunder and lightning and tablets of stone, whereas the Irish god was like, Here's a way of seeing the world that's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> well, it, it it just, in terms of the characterization of Bran, it made a massive shift for me because if he's a young man, as we originally played him, you know, or, or as we originally him, kind of assumed, assumed, yeah, and as we originally assumed him of being full of burden and over the kingship of all Ireland, uh, you know, and, and the, the, the weighing on, on his kind of adventurous younger mind, it actually makes more sense that he has gone past that type of kind of adventure. He's in a stage, like a latter end of his life, looking back at kind of the things he had done with less enthusiasm, the, the landscape with less, you know, beauty and a kind of a perception that's maybe more muted and dulled. And then that kind of almost kind of the elicitation of magic around him, you know, that recreation of something that connects him and roots him into... The, the sense of something else to be there and, and this invitation to be utterly swept away in magic and, and mm. to perceive it all of it in one go and it's like he he takes up the invitation but I love the fact that although he goes off to this maybe mystical island and he follows the silver branch and he's so excited and he, he you know he follows the magmel and he goes into the other world he still finds himself on uh, an entire sea lost unknowing where he's going 
and in that time he meets Madeline McClear. Mm. It's the time where he's most lost. He's just made the decision. and He's, he's taken the leap, but he's not landed yet. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's where he needs the reminder of, you might see th- these waves as water. Mm. I see them as, you know, a plane of flowers. You know, mm. it's, it's, it's all mystical. He, he describes the sky as something full and floral as well. And like, you know, because it's, it's, ma- it's mystical, it's beautiful, it's magic everywhere. Magic. And then, yeah. then suddenly he's he's kind of in the other world. So like you have this, if you see it, you perceive it. If you see it, you can sense it and you can be it and belong yeah. there. If Opposed you can perceive to, it, you can you can interact with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like you can see a, a thorny bush, or you can see a hawthorn tree in a passage into the other world. You know, yeah. you can you can perceive it in in it's one and the same, and it's uh-huh. it's n- neither right nor wrong. And it's it's such a kind of it's such a, an interesting kind of part of I suppose not just the mythology, but it it, it becomes a big part of like the fairy folklore as well. This whole mm. idea of second sight. And of seeing yeah. things differently, and sometimes it's an ointment that you rub in your eye, and it's always like, it's always a little bit dangerous to have yeah, that second yeah, yeah, yeah. sight because there is that thing of like, if you can see it, you can interact with it, but it can also interact with you. And so when you are in Ireland and you are in a kind of a this the the sort of later folkloric uh, time of the other world being somewhat threatening mm-hmm. and destabilizing, mm-hmm. um, which is often like it's not really in mythology it's kind of a place of wonder as much as it's a place of terror whereas I feel like in folklore it's more terror than it is wonder because uh, it's it's you know it's it's more chaos fighting against the order of that is church and state and and sobriety yeah, <laughs> and yeah, the yeah. other world is like too chaotic so people are, are looking a bit more askance at it but there is you know there's, there's this idea of sight and seeing and the seeing allowing you to connect with and be connected by it is is something that kind of persists yeah and and it's that like it's the invitation with the silver branch mm. it's the reminder for Mananan how to almost use it you know it's like yeah there's there's you might be holding a silver branch but unless you kind of extend that viewpoint to everything then you can see the gold dripping off of the sunshine you can see the waves splashing with like a, a plane of honey you can see everything in a in a, a different way if you just open your eyes to it and, and then that's how I, I guess they, they are invited into the other world and uh, find the, the whole madness and beauty and scariness and you know that duality is there again the fact that you know the first guy loses his mind to laughter because it's too much yeah and it's it's too like that's the <laughs> coming after coming from Thailand recently yeah you can see it you know people oh, yeah, coming yeah. off the deep end into the fairy world you know and, totally and that like uh, I, I suppose you've explored this idea of going off uh, as you said um, when you were talking the high Brazil story <laughs> <laughs> slightly darker theme mind you yeah yeah I I, uh, I went off the deep end when Aaron wasn't here to rein me in over the winter I was mm. like ah the island of suicidal ideation eh <laughs> If you haven't listened to the High Brassel story, strap in and go back a few episodes there. There's a trigger warning. There's a trigger There's warning a trigger in the show warning. notes. I, I, I'm learning. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> also, hey, that's why I put up a post this morning of like, do you want to hear dark stories or fluffy light stories? Um, and like, everyone's like, both. Why not both? <laughs> why not both? Mostly um, it will be dark stories because, because it, we are Irish. But again, it's, it's it, like, it's, 
there's a beauty and a lightness to the story yes. and there's there's a real scary dark edge to it in that like he doesn't come back he doesn't die he's forever wandering he's left kind of into this other realm of like unlike Oshin, there is no end there's a to be continued there's a dot 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 mm -hmm. and that's like for somebody who is disillusioned who is searching for more who wants to find something more magical who goes off to the world to find the beautiful island of women who as Moriarty said are, are not bound by the patriarchy's uh, suppression of uh, uh, ideation and beauty or something like that. <laughs> yeah. He used big fancy words. <laughs> he uses the long words to say them. women just vibing <laughs> have more crack than women when they are being told what to do. <laughs> My Moriarty. Um, just vibing. That's just all vibing. you need to say. Just vibing. The women are just out there vibing. They're having the women and the femmes are just fucking chilling on an island. But he, but the, I guess you know the reason. I'm, I still, I think Brad is always like, yeah, we started with uh, the Voyage of Brian before we even even started Candle of Tales, you know, and mm. it, it was it was kind of a crux of a thing that we kind of were working on very early days. But it's he's if you come back to him again and again and again, just thought wise, you know, you come back to this idea of, of voyaging off and like I constantly, you know, trying to board a plane like going out to the world, see how we get on. <laughs> um because you can return. Yeah. And it's this thing of like being unable to ground back into reality or into because it's all you know. It's all his perception is all real. This is the whole point. It's like the it's one and the same. It's mm. the other world and this world. It's connected. It's it's belonging together. It's not black and white. It's not go there and come back and 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 talk about it because it's not a voyage and return story. It's it's he doesn't get to return. He doesn't get to return. And but it's an interesting thing that you're saying as well about like going away from where you are home because mm. Ireland is the other world to other people. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is the place of mysticism and escape to other people because what whatever whatever your kind of quote unquote reality or whatever your normal is, yeah, absolutely, you can step outside that to go traveling and there's a there's an element of that that feels kind of surreal, and then you will come back to whatever your normal is and you will hopefully kind of reintegrate those experiences into your your life going forward. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of the ideal version of it is that you you take something back with you. You don't just kind of go and take photos and come back and forget about it. Like stick a souvenir on the shelf and, and, and move on with your day and never actually do any reflection. But mm -hmm. like there is an opportunity when you are going abroad mm -hmm. to experience other cultures, to experience other people. And I think a lot of the time as well to experience the rootlessness of being a wanderer. Mm -hmm. Because what often mm -hmm. happens when when I'm traveling, a lot of the time what happens is I end up like talking to other travelers. Yeah, yeah. More than I kind of am interacting with people who local often because there's a language barrier or just because like, you know, you're staying in places with yeah, people. Yeah. Like you kinda so you end up experiencing like a sort of a a, a different culture again. Yeah. Which is the culture of the person who the isn't no, from there. Nomadic yeah. kind of communities, you know, and and that's what you end up kind of you know, sliding into is because it's 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 catered for that, and like you know, you talk to talk to anybody who comes to Ireland. You know, you're almost catered to mm. as a tourist, land of a thousand welcome, Absolutely. sure, hundred percent. But also follow this road, this map, mm -hmm. follow our waterways if you want to go. To, you know, but it's like a, it's a, yeah, you, there's there's a curated kind of a, a there's way a curated to experience. experience. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think the 
what I hope I will have gotten into this story by the time you've listened to it slash I've recorded it sorry I did the time just happening in the future and in the past oh no <laughs> why did I do that to myself <laughs> well, what I what I hope I have is uh, what I've been kind of playing with or, or tumbling around with is that decision it's out of his hands but to commit to the eternal wandering and seeking with uh. his with his self and only with himself because he's not going back to the island of women necessarily at the end mm. what we know is he just he can't go back home he can't return and so he he turns his boat around and he goes back and does he go back full of wonder and awe and and or is he going back with trepidation and you know morose we don't we don't know that but the the ultimate thing is that he won't be tethered to a place he won't have his like responsibilities and he he seems to be dot 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 leading this ever ever living life and that doesn't end because he's just now always searching and mm-hmm. that, you know the so the U2 song always comes to mind still haven't found what I'm searching for <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of like perpetual almost desire to see and seek yes and uh, experience and long for and that, that longing to be leading him away yeah but we'll see I may, I may or may not have cracked that. So I think that's probably that'll probably do it for our two hundredth episode. Two hundredth um, episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, supporting the podcast. Thank you so much for supporting um, the podcast. Uh, being our Patreon supporters and hopping onto yeah. our live Patreon chats, which we're really enjoying. Special thank you to everyone who's who's supporting us on Patreon, but yeah. everybody who's you know, uh, if if Listening. this is your first episode, you know, welcome and yeah. uh, I'm glad you're here as well. You should um, probably start saying it. Th- you know, at the start of the episodes. <laughs> yeah, we should. But uh, you know, we can, we can we can massage the intros. It's fine. Uh, no, just it's it's a it's very lovely to be here. I think also the 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 first time we worked together on the play was the first time that we realized, oh, oh we're actually we work pretty well together. We can, we can balance out our crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have we have no. uh, opposing crazinesses <laughs> in ways that are actually quite useful. Um. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big big appreciation from my brother. Uh, and and this this thing that we have built together, which Beautiful. has been uh, one of the great works of my life. Well, I'm getting on, misty. Yeah, it's really easy to make Aaron cry. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Didn't didn't think I was gonna get hit in the feelings. Yeah, um, I just hit him in the arm too. Big um, appreciation for my sister, and uh, yeah, I've grown up listening to her read me stories and telling me stories and. Don't really want it to stop anytime soon. No, so we, we'll keep it going. We'll keep it going. Um, and yeah, that was our promise at the beginning. I think was, if people keep listening, we will keep telling stories. Yeah. So I think that has that has maintained. I think so. I think so. Uh, we, we probably have more news and stuff to talk about that I've completely forgotten and blanked on. So um, check us out on all of the things. And uh, you know, yeah. if you like the podcast, you know, follow it or thumbs it up or just pass it on to a friend. You know? Whatever you feel like yourself. <laughs> or just make a cup of tea there. Yeah, yeah. Sit down and don't be hard on yourself. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Thanks. All right. Grow more. <laughs>